Being a facilitator is a unique balancing act. You have two jobs. One is to encourage engagement, get people participating in the process, and then controlling the room, controlling the process that you're, you're moving people through throughout the event. And those can kind of uh, be at war with each other a little bit. And so I'm going to give you five ways today to amp up your facilitation skills and get you ready for your next event and your new job as a facilitator. How are entrepreneurs like us daring bravely to build a stage, ditch the sweatpants, and step up to the mic? How do we create our own transformative events so we can get our message out into the world in a bigger way that's not only profitable, but it's actually something we can be proud of? That's the question. And the answers are inside this podcast. My name is Sarah Pfeiffer. Welcome to Green Room Central. So when you signed up to host your own event, you signed up to be a facilitator. You may not have known that at the outset, but that's what happened. And so you now have the job of being a facilitator. And what does that even mean? So we're going to talk about that today because being a facilitator is a unique balancing act. You have two jobs. One is to encourage engagement, get people participating in the process, and then controlling the room controlling the process that you're you're moving people through throughout the event. And those can kind of uh, be at war with each other a little bit. And so I'm going to give you five ways today to amp up your facilitation skills and get you ready for your next event and your new job as a facilitator. So don't freak out because these are easy. It's more just of a process of awareness of knowing that this is now your job and this is something that you need to be aware of and do. But I don't think any of these things are necessarily rocket science, okay? So feel good about your ability to figure things out in this facilitation space, okay? Let's dive in. First thing, I want you to know that people mirror What does that mean? So to the extent that you can level up your energy, I want you to do so because people model the energy that you you bring into the space. And so I want you to get to the place personally where you want the rest of your guests. And it's really going to vary by the type of event you're hosting. But if you're hosting a very calm, chill yoga retreat, then that is the energy I want you to bring into the space. Your guests probably came in thinking about a million things on their to-do list with their minds swirling from the pace at which they run their lives. And now you got to bring them down into a place where they can be calm, get centered, almost meditative, right? But if you're doing more of a personal development conference, then your job would be to get into a very high energy state where 
you get people excited about the prospect of learning new things and meeting new people and becoming a better version of themselves. Do you see where I'm I'm going with this? It's all about emulating the energy that we want our guests to bring into the room. Just remember, people mirror. Your job is to lead in a way energetically you want them to show up. Okay? You can do this, yes? I thought so. All right, second one. I want you to frame it up. I want you to be so clear throughout every part of your content dissemination of sharing what they're going to learn and then at the end what they learned and be constantly tracking them along the way of where you're at where you're going but most importantly sharing at the outset here here's what we're going to learn today five things that are going to do this or whatever and then at the end recapping okay here's what you learned that's so important so that people are really clear and tracking with you okay You can do this visually in your PowerPoint deck. You can do this audibly, talking people through, okay, we just went through the first two steps in this process. We've got three more to go. It's really important. People love to know what's going on and what's coming up next. So that was the second one, frame it up. The third thing that you can do to level up your facilitation skills is to give commands. People do what we tell them to do. And so in an event setting, if you want them to retain a specific point that you're about to say or that you just said, then tell them to write it down. Say things like, hey, I hope that you've got your journal and your pen like out and ready to take notes because what I'm about to say is something that is so important and I wanna make sure that you've got it. So be writing this down. Or you can be saying, Did you write that down? You could be saying, star this one in your journal. (laughs) This one is important. You gotta tell people what to do. Another example of that is if you want them to cheer louder, tell them to do that. If you want them to clap or yell, tell them. If you want them to jump up and down, hoot and holler, tell them to do it. People do what you tell them to do. Another example of that is if you want them to hear a very specific point, tell them to listen carefully. Lower your voice a little bit. Get slow and calm. That Even that change audibly will help reel people back in who got distracted by shiny objects. Excellent. We can do all this, right? Next point, we're on number four. Get people talking. People love to feel heard, right? I say it all the time, people love to feel seen, heard, and celebrated. Well, when you get people talking during your event, they feel heard. If the group is intimate, I want you to call on people by name. However, if the group is large, you're going to probably need to break them into small groups, perhaps just groups of people that they're sitting around. Invite them to have a short amount of time to share or ask questions and offer solutions to each other. That'll do if you're in a situation where the room is just too large to be calling on people 
individually and you just know it would get derailed the the process that you're you're moving them through and that goes back to what we talked about at the beginning here about how facilitation really is a balancing act between getting people to participate and engage and then also controlling the room which is your job both of them are your jobs and so Sometimes when you're taking questions in a large group, it just doesn't feel quite right. And so your answer to that is, let's introduce small groups, small group breakouts, get everyone talking, everyone feeling heard, instead of people feeling jilted, if you will, when you can only take two or three questions, and there's hundreds or thousands in the audience. Okay, awesome. That was get people talking. Now, the last one, number five, I want to talk about setting parameters. People love boundaries. As much as they say they don't, people do. They love to know how to fit in, what's expected. And so, For example, if you were breaking people into those small groups that we were just talking about, be very clear. It's a huge facilitation tip right here. Be very clear in announcing who goes first, who's the timekeeper, how much time they have, and what they're supposed to do. It's so important. And you can do that by simply saying, hey, the person that traveled the farthest uh, to get to this event goes first. The person with the shortest hair keeps time. And you can use those questions if you want to get creative to kind of tease out fun pieces of information that feel safe to share, like who traveled the farthest or who went to the grocery store most recently. That just helps, you know, who has the most pets? You can Google it. There are tons of questions like that that you can use as very quick icebreakers that also allow you to set those boundaries, have groups kind of self-select those boundaries of who goes first, who keeps time. So that's it. Five ways to up your facilitation game. And I bet you're thinking now that it all sounds so simple and that it's just a matter of kind of adding it to your day of checklist to remember those key things. And once you get doing them a few times, it'll become like second nature, I promise you. It will get easier. And I also promise you that the more that you can work on your facilitation skills, the more transformative your event will be for your guests, the more comfortable they'll feel in your presence because they know that you've got the room under control That and they'll know that they'll just feel good about the level of energy and engagement in the space. So don't overlook facilitation. It's a a key piece 
to running your own events, but also don't let it overwhelm you because you'll be getting real-time feedback as you go throughout the event of, oh, wait, I don't think we've got enough engagement here. I need to do something. You'll feel the cue. Or, hey, I feel like things are a little out of control. There's too many side conversations. I need to reel this back in. You'll sense it in the moment. You absolutely will. And these tips will be tools in your toolbox that you can start using throughout your event to help with that engagement, to help with that control of the room. You've got this, 100%. I'm so excited for you. Thank you for listening to the Green Room Central podcast. If you loved this episode, then please take a screenshot with your phone and head over to Instagram and be sure to tag at Sarah Faber and let me know why you liked it and what you'd like to hear or you'd like to hear from in the future. That'll help me know what to create for you. And then head over to greenroomcentral.com where you can join Lynchpin Nation, a free community for entrepreneurs just like you. Amazing business owners from across the globe who share a passion for hosting transformative, profitable events. Become part of the community that inspires and cheers you on over at greenroomcentral.com. Also, I've been hearing a lot of business owners say people are tired of virtual events, and that's just not true, which is why I created a brand new five-day challenge called the Virtual Event Lab. I want to show you how to make your next virtual event profitable, engaging, and most importantly, how to make it happen. And the best part is this five-day challenge is absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit greenroomcentral.com and we can get started today. Now, on average, I spend about an hour a day reading every month of every year. If you love learning on the go as much as I do, go to greenroomcentral.com to get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial of Audible, my audiobook platform of choice and a sponsor of Green Room Central. Right now, I'm wrapping up Playing Bigger by Tara Moore. Perhaps give that one a try. I appreciate your commitment to leveling up and learning the mindset and strategy of live events. Keep going, keep learning, and if you want more, head over to greenroomcentral.com for show notes and all the links from today's episode.